0: delighted to say uh, that the firefighting chef uh, Paul Knapps is with us. How are you Paul? I'm good, yourself? I'm when fair- you say I'm with you, I'm literally just with you. Yeah, I mean your timing is impeccable. My backside has just touched the seat.
1: <laughs> I don't recognise you. You look, you look all fresh and clean and, and shaved
0: and... Well, relatively <laughs> clean. The, the stubble comes back in uh, super look, quick it? time. Well, for, for now anyway, we'll see. We'll see how we go. We look wonderful. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Good, good, good. Uh, Flattery will, will get you everywhere, as <laughs> the line I live by. So, Paul, uh, what, are you, what have you cooked up for this, us this week, or what are we going to chat about?
1: What we're going to chat about to, uh, this week is, uh, or what we've, with the dish of the day that I've brought in is kind of a, a chickenless noodle soup. So it's kind of a play on the kind of classic chicken noodle soup that you'd see, I suppose, a lot in movies. You know, when people aren't feeling the best and stuff like that, you yeah. have a big bowl of kind of, you know, you see these big kind of bags of. I was only watching a film the other day, and the woman bought some supplies for her son. You know, he's like about forty years old, and there was about sixty cartons of like noodle soup <laughs> for the fridge, for the freezer, and all these other bits and pieces. But
0: they are lovely. I mean, chicken noodle soup is lovely.
1: But this is chickenless because it's plant based, yeah. it's vegan and stuff like that. So what we look for, I suppose, is to I suppose one of the things that we do is we are very visual eaters sometimes, and also as well as I said to you before, is if you put the word vegan in front of something or plant based in front of something, alarm bells a, go yeah, off. Yeah, oh my god, it's nuts and twigs again. <laughs> nuts and twigs. So like we're trying to get away from. That kind of stereotype. Yeah. Also, as well, there's, and I, I suppose I wouldn't be a huge fan of overly processed food in, in any kind of kind of dietary kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but we look at trying to, I suppose, get people to look at food and say, well, it actually doesn't look too different you know be it kind of like a bolognese or be it like a lasagna or be it kind of ice cream or be whatever it be it doesn't look too different um but also as well then is the taste and everything that i brought to you you've obviously lied to me and said it's wonderful which i appreciate uh you said that tastes really really good um but it does it does taste good and also as well texturally as well because there's taste there's texture there's those colors going on so with this what we do is we substitute out the the chicken and the recipe then is basically exactly the same it's got your onions your carrots your garlic and all the bits and pieces and the recipe will be with claire fm as well um, but also as well is that we use what we call a king oyster mushroom. So it's kind of, uh, it's like a little kind of a tree trunk, really thick tr- stemmed mushroom with a small little cap on it. And what we do is that kind of lends itself really well to being shredded. So you can use it for like pulled pork kind of a thing or whatever else it is. And it has that kind of fibrous texture. So if you think of like a shredded chicken breast, if you yep. think of like shredded, say pulled pork, that goes into the soup. So from a visual point of view, it looks like the chicken thigh, the shredded chicken thigh. From a taste point of view, you're really tasting... I don't think many people have turned around and said, oh, wow, that dish was, you know, that was such and such an amazing dish. It's a contributory ingredient in the dish, but there's so many other flavours that are going on with the herbs and with the stock, with the peppers, with the spices in all dishes. Do you know what I mean? You don't turn around and say, oh, my God, that was fantastic. You know, you'll turn around and say the beef was lovely and tender, maybe. You'll turn around and say that that, uh, whichever it be, was really, really nice. But it's also as well what we're complimenting without realising it is we're complimenting that whole kind of array of flavors that go into all making all of those sauces and kind of enhance that dish you don't just i mean how many people just sit there and just have a lump of fried something on their plate you know <laughs> even if it just comes with ketchup do you know what i mean you're still <laughs> something adding.
0: accompanying it you, yeah, yeah
1: so we normally do that so that's what we're making is that kind of the chicken noodle soup it's a really quick soup to make Uh, It's a really healthy soup as well because at the end of the day, we're controlling what we put into this. Um, As I said to you there, the ingredients are. So if I run through the ingredients and I can go through the process of it and stuff like that, Sure. the reason I kind of selected it is because we're coming into that kind of I suppose that lull after Christmas we've all been on that high ready for family coming all those bits and pieces we had Blue Monday there last week uh, where the credit card bills start to come in the reality of the last six or eight weeks starts to hit not just your bank account but your belt as well when you realise hold up a minute you know people
0: say tighten your belt yeah. it'd be nice to tighten it do you know what I mean because well, it, even even not just financially Paul hard to tighten it with all the uh, sugary the products we've all eaten over yeah. Christmas yeah
1: so we're looking there and we're looking down thinking when did that happen you know because it didn't <laughs> just happen overnight it's been a slow build over the yeah. last kind of or two months where we kind of maybe kind of eased off ever so slightly with regards to looking after ourselves and then I suppose with your immunity running down as we kind of pushed ourselves over the last few weeks that that's when kind of the cold and flus and the sniffles can start to creep in so this is kind of a dish that kind of looks after us as well it's really easy and simple to make it's always nicer the next day as well do you know what I mean it's one of those things that you can kind of bulk cook as well um, and as I said there I actually cooked it uh, I've made this a few times and I brought some into the fire station there and one of that said that looked really good so I said, yeah, no hassle. So I was making obviously your soup yesterday for today. I was working last night, so that's why my bottom arrived a little bit late here, by the skin of its teeth. Um, and I made a, a batch for him there, and he was eating that last night. So, and again, he said, like, it's really, really tasty. It's really good. And you can—that's uh, what you ask for. That's what you're asking for. People just to taste food and say, yeah, actually, do you know something? It is really good. And by substituting only a f- one or two ingredients, you still have the same tastes. You still have the same textures. You still have the same kind of like benefits from a health point of view, but. Also, as well, is we're being kinder to ourselves and we're being kinder to the planet. And I suppose there's a dual message that you can get across there from kind of switching to plant based food. And not everybody's going to jump on that bandwagon. They're going to say, oh my God, I don't want to, you going know, like, kind to of grow
0: your hair long, kind of grow a beard and stuff like that. Do you know what we're I mean? Wear a pair of sandals. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's wrong with my sandals? <laughs> <laughs> but do you find, Paul, that that's the best approach? You know, when we mentioned earlier on that sometimes when people mention uh, vegan or veganism, you know, the alarm bells go off. But Jacques Brennan, who also, uh, another of our chefs on Taste of the Week, who also advocates uh, a vegan lifestyle and food as it arrives thank you very much to producer Melissa McMahon uh, for bringing in the soup um, that he points out that actually uh, a lot of people are already eating a lot of what constitutes being vegan or a vegan lifestyle like the dish he made last week you know it had potatoes it had vegetables yeah. that it actually if you don't go vegan, vegan, vegan they already they, they're unaware that they're actually eating a lot of what it takes to be vegan anyway. Absolutely. And you look at you say so you look at the stereotypical plate of meat and veg and spuds. Um,
1: you're already seventy percent there anyway. Yeah, and that's it. That's without a matter of fact. We all eat our fruit. We all eat our food. We all eat our vegetables, and we'll eat our. That smells lovely. I, I think know. it's the herbs and stuff. It's yeah, 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 it's a good in the nostrils. Yeah, uh, to careful, it just might be a little bit hot. Um, but yeah, like I say, I know Jack as well. He's uh, he's a he's a lovely guy, and we always we we often like would message back and forward about like we're going to kind of do a collaboration where we're going to kind of he's going to come to us and we're mm. going to kind of sit down and we're going to break bread and cook food and stuff like that. So he's a really really nice guy, and he has uh, some fantastic products out there, and we'd use them as well on the pizzas and stuff. But um, yeah, it's really true. We are. We, we're, we're there to, uh, you know, uh, if I wanted to turn around to you, I want to change 100% of what you're eating. We're not, we're changing probably about 25% of what you're eating. Yeah. So it isn't a huge amount, like, do you know what I mean? And yes, there's, 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 I suppose if I ask you the honest question, how many types of meat would you eat on a regular basis? And it's probably chicken and beef, maybe. Uh, maybe pork, the odd time, and lamb, the odd time. But it's probably predominantly, most people... Predominantly
0: chicken, um, beef sometime or pork uh, sometimes and then maybe beef to a lesser extent yeah now if i asked you how many fruit and vegetables you'd eat oh god well, you know a saying? lot
1: more you, absolutely so yeah. you're you're and there's so many more fruit and veg out there than there is the types of meat that we would eat do you know what mm. i mean we're uh, very we're very bro- we're very broad on fruit and veg but we're very narrow with regards to the meat so there's so many things that we can do so as i say what we've got there is we have this as you've got in front of you your chicken noodle soup or your chickenless noodle soup I'm try it out here so have a little go just there's lots of flavour going on there. Lovely. And you can see the yeah. the little shreds of what would look like, say, like chicken thigh, which is actually the king oyster mushroom.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah, and it actually, yeah. and it actually does look like the like shredded
1: chicken. And it's a darker colour, so yeah. it's like the darker the, the thigh meat. So basically what we've got into there, okay, is we've got uh, four or five king oyster mushrooms. Um, hard to get hold of in, say, like local supermarkets, but in, like, Asian food shops, they're really easy to get hold of. They're, you can get them. They're there. There are plenty. They're used a lot in Chinese cooking. Uh, so we have, like, four or five of those dependent upon the size. What we've got then is we've got three carrots, which we just peel and we just chop up. They're, they're kind of like, you can call it, like, mirepoix, which is French for just cut up. Um, kind of like, you know, like in English, what we call Jacques it. Just, would be proud of how you oh, say Oh, yeah, that. yeah, my mirepoix. <laughs> um, and then in Italian in Italian cooking, it would be called a soffrette so in in us it's just our root veg that we just chop up so that's kind of your i suppose the holy trinity the staple of a good sort sa- a good soup sauce or stock where you use your uh, three Well, in for this soup, I've used three sticks of celery, which I've just cut up. I've used three carrots, which I've cut up. I've used a large onion, which I've just chopped up. And I've used a leek, which I've just cut, washed. And then that's my kind of basic on my root veg. And then there's about four or five cloves of garlic. So all we do is we just, into a pan, just put in there a little bit of oil. You don't have to put any oil in at all if you don't want to. If you're kind of really looking at fat and stuff like that, mm. then all we do is we pop in our veg into a pan that's medium to hot heat. And then we start to cook off. Now, what we want to do is we want to sweat this and not fry it. so there's a big difference so sweating is on a kind of a lower heat and then i'll pop a lid on it to it so my onions my carrots my garlic my celery my leek uh, all of that is starting to kind of infuse and there's moisture that's being created inside that pot that drops back down again so you're drawing out and you're allowing all these flavours to meet each other and realistically I'd cook that out for sort of about about 8 to 10 minutes so it just softens down and just be careful that it doesn't burn and then what the next thing I'm going to add into there as well is the king oyster mushroom so all you do is you chop off his head chop off his bottom at the end of that and you can just cut that up finely like you would do a regular mushroom so it's nice and uh, thinly sliced then you take the the, the trunk, the stalk of the mushroom and with a fork what you'll do is you start to kind of like rake it with the fork and it starts to break it down into the shreds that you've got in your Soup there, and then you can just pull them apart, and what you get then is a big pile of like shredded mushroom. Chuck that into the pot as well. Sweat that down again for another two or three minutes, and then all we do is, which is a, a very strong flavour in there, is the herbs. So what I've got is I've got two tablespoons of freshly chopped sage and two tablespoons of fresh sage, uh, fresh. Time that have gone in there as well so that sage and thyme is the herbs that you're getting in there okay and all we do is we say if you can't get fresh herbs because sometimes it's difficult to get fresh sage and things like that what you can do is you can substitute it for dry but as I've said before there's a three to one ratio so it's three spoonfuls of fresh equals one spoon of dry okay. so i've put in for example i've put in two tablespoons of fresh sage which a tablespoon is three teaspoons so it's six teaspoons if you want to look at it of fresh sage hmm. so all we want to do is we would just want to chop that down to a three to one ratio so you'd be putting in two teaspoons of dried sage two okay. teaspoons of dried thyme that will go into that and then what we do is we just just let you just give that a quick stir i put in two liters of stock and then what you can do is two things. I've put in there udon noodles, okay? And they're the pre-packaged pre-cooked ones that you can buy in the I enjoy supermarket. And they're
0: kind of th- they're kind the, of thick. Yeah, like yeah. worms, yeah. Worms.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for kids cooking we're putting in worms and so what we've got is we've got the udon noodles, or you can actually just use the dried noodles as well and you can cook those in your stock. So if they're using the udon noodles, it doesn't take that long to cook. If you're using the dried noodles, they'll take about 8 more minutes to cook because you've got okay. to cook those, okay? And then basically what you get then is you get this big bowl of it's filled with chunky veg. You've got again that Shredded vibe of the, the the chickenless chicken. You've got then those noodles. So you've got kind of, you're trying to hit everything that's in that dish. If you wanted to pump it up and put some more protein in, you could put in some tofu into it as well if you wish. But as it stands, as a soup that someone just serves up to you and says, you know, you want that kind of hug in a bowl. Um, and especially if you can make it one evening and then go out for a walk, you know, get active, go out and about and come in the next day and you've got that that's waiting for you, you get given that. Do you know what I mean? I mean? You wouldn't ask for any more, really, would you?
0: No. It's, it's lovely. Like, there's a, as you say, it's comfort in a bowl. It's the time of year where you need the Kind of food, and there's a lot of different textures going on in there, and it's very tasty. And, and what you were saying about your, you know your colleague in the fire station as well, Paul. That I guess people getting interested in eating. Vegan food—it's you know—it's it's more show than tell. Yeah. you know you're you're not in there banging a drum in the station no. telling them they need. To, they just smell what you're eating. They see what you're eating, and they come to you. Absolutely, yeah. So that's yeah.
1: nice. That looks good. Can I taste it? So yeah, of course you can. Walk away. Knock yourself out. Do you know what I mean? And it is—it's just—it's just food at the end of the day. And I and I think that that's the biggest thing is the biggest stigma or barrier that we have to overcome is the label and the labelling that's been given to. That because we have this perception of these kind of, you know, like purple haired, kind of sandal wearing, you know, smell of patchouli incense and stuff like that, which it isn't. is mm. loads of people saying, do you know what? We want to make a, a better choice about what we eat. We want to be more kind of health conscious for ourselves and also as well as the knock on that that has. And you just look at the supermarkets now, there's a huge change in the way that they're kind of stocking and the foods that they're buying in. You look at there's more health foods. People are mm. being definitely more health conscious and health aware. Listen, you can have an incredibly, don't get me wrong, you'll get all the people that will kind of be on social media that will say, you know, you can have a very, very uh, healthy normal omnivore diet and you say absolutely I don't dispute yeah. that nutritionally you can't, you can't fight pound for pound you know what I mean it's the oh. same and they'll turn around and say but you can also have a very healthy vegan or plant based diet as well but you can also have a very unhealthy omnivore diet as you can with the amount of processed stuff that's now being bought out and prepared and convenience yeah. vegan food you can mm-hmm. have an incredibly unhealthy vegan diet too so it's about finding what works for you it's about also as well as understanding that the what you do your actions and the impact that it has on the environment on a global scale do you know what I mean because what we do here has a knock on somewhere else and vice versa so like I'm not there to preach that I'm just saying just taste the food but we need to kick down that stigma and that taboo that's associated with food, and that's why I just keep saying it, it's just food, taste it and the testament is when people say can I have some, can you give me the recipe uh,
0: or when you're asked on to him to, to talk about it, so how bad is that? Which you do very well, and I get, fe- I get fed, I'm aware of, uh, you were describing the archetypal person with the patchouli oil and the clothes, they usually have a beard my beard, I'm just I'm so messy eating soup, I'd be even messier <laughs> if I still had the beard but that's absolutely delicious, to be able to check out the recipe uh, on our chart platforms as well. Uh, the firefighting chef, Paul Knapps, thanks as ever. Thank you very much for having me. I uh, really, really appreciate it. We should have a, like a firefighter's pole or something that you just slide <laughs> just down straight down. Yeah, into yeah. the studio. You can, do it, you can come into the fire station, you can do it from there the next time. We'll have to do a show from there one of the days. Uh, Paul, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. And we'll chat to you again soon.